All right, guys, welcome back to another canine performance podcast where it is our mission to help you live the best possible life with your dog. Guaranteed, I'm your host, Natalie. And today, the podcast episode is going to be on not touching dogs that are out in public and why this is so important, um, especially when it comes to reactive and aggressive dogs. So on Instagram, uh, the date for the post uh, was today, which is February 6th. So if you want to go back and read the post, that's when you can go back and find it, February 6th. And then the post before that, which was on February 5th, where I had talked about why it's important to not touch dogs when you're out in public without asking. Or if you do ask and the owner, handler, whatever it is that you want to call it, says no to respect that decision, why it's important to not just respect that decision, but also to teach your children to ask, but also respect those decisions, but then also keeping dogs to yourself when you're out in public, just common courtesy things. And when I posted about this, it was quite shocking how many people felt so strongly about this, um, how much people thought that or felt very strongly that there just wasn't enough information about it. And there's definitely some mixed comments, some mixed direct messages that I received and that some other people received of individuals uh, that said some things along the lines of, oh, well, if your dog's not friendly, don't take them out in public. Um, And the overwhelming consensus was essentially that these owners who feel like they were invaded by, you know, their, whatever they were saying is like, hey, don't do that. And people were like, what? I'm not allowed to do that. They just felt very encroached upon. Um, it just a general ins- sense of entitlement from the general public. And so there's a couple different reasons, um, you know, if you didn't know about this of why you shouldn't be t- touching dogs out in public um, and why someone might tell you not to do that. Um, And it's really important. So for one, some dogs may be in training. They could be in training for a lot of different things. They could be in training for becoming a service animal. And for the dog to be in work mode, they need to be very focused on their handler. Maybe their handler looks fine, but they could have a lot of medical issues that are not visibly apparent to the general public. Um, And that dog needs to be able to alert the handler Um, If something starts going wrong, maybe they have increased heart rate, maybe um, their anxiety is starting to spike, Um, whatever it is, the dog needs to be focused on their handler. And when you're making kissy noises at dogs, when you're trying to pet them, get in their face, try and distract them from the work that they're doing, um, it's very detrimental. Now, when it comes to service animals, and I didn't really realize this before until I started working with some service animals and also talking with some other individuals that work with service animals um, or just have them is that um, their vests and the items that they wear is a cue or a signal to the dog that that means work. And so when they don that vest, that means that it is time to work. I am focused. I am engaged. I'm not allowed to participate in certain activities and to be distracted. Now, if you start distracting a service animal that has that equipment on, you are actually destroying not just years of work and thousands of dollars, but all of that training that that service animal has that gives that signal that when I put this vest on, 
that's my time to work. So it's another reason. So they're in training, even if they're not a service dog, if they're just in training for basic obedience, it's very important to not distract these animals um, because they are doing a job. The other one is that some people just simply do not want you touching their dog. Um, in most states, I think all states, dogs are actually considered your property. Um, and that also means that you have a level of responsibility for that animal. And that responsibility means that if you do something to the dog and the dog does not appreciate that, dogs don't have words. Um, their body language often goes completely ignored, unacknowledged. It's just missed altogether. Um, and so that dog will advocate for its space in the best way that it knows how. And unfortunately, a lot of the time, sometimes that is going to be growling. It can sometimes even lead to biting. Um, and so if that happens, you are responsible for your dog. You own them. And so not only will that dog be in a lot of trouble, you will also be in a lot of trouble. So sometimes owners know that and they would rather just not have that happen at all. Um, it's completely unnecessary for someone to come up and touch your dog. Why even risk it? So just remember for all of you out there that have struggled with this of trying to tell people to not touch your dog, just remember that no is a complete sentence. You don't need to apologize. You don't need to describe why. Just say no. Um, now, as we start to get into this a lot more and why this is so important for those dogs that are not service dogs, they're not medical alert dogs, they are out in training, but they may be out in public for training for a very specific reason, which is they have reactivity and they have aggression issues. And um, that was one of the comments that was made on the Facebook post that was very disappointing to me is that they were saying, if you have a dog such as that, don't take them out. Now, unfortunately, that's exactly the type of thing that these sorts of dogs need. From a very young age, reactive and aggressive dogs um, typically did not get proper socialization, proper engagement with the environment, exposure. Um, while that's not the only aspect, it is a huge component. And so now later on in life, we do need to give them that socialization, that exposure, um, introductions to new stimuli. And that's the thing that they need in order for them to get better. And it is not fair to those dogs and the humans that own them to shut them off from the world because they may be aggressive or reactive. And because someone wants to come up and get in their face, touch them all over and make kissy noises at them. And it sets them back in their training. And if they can't do that, then those dogs just shouldn't be out. And that's completely unfair. It's not reasonable at all. And so um, it's very important that we spread knowledge and information like this to people that maybe are not aware. Um, I realize that I can get very passionate about this. Because for me as a professional, um, as someone who has owned dogs, it seems common sense to me, but I do realize for a lot of people, perhaps it is not. And so it is really important that I am trying to put this message out there in a way of explaining why it's important that you don't do those things of going up to other dogs. And so these dogs, um, you know, like I said, maybe they didn't get enough experience, but another thing that can lead to reactivity and aggression in dogs is having 
a bad experience while they are out in public. They could have been a completely friendly and happy dog to a lot of people. Um, And then they just meet so many people over time and not every interaction is going to be a good interaction. And we are not always going to be able to control that with our dogs. And so it only takes one or two times for our dogs to have a negative experience and for them to become reactive towards that. And so that's another way that you can advocate for your dog and ensure that you don't have to go on a reactivity journey of trying to counter condition and desensitize your dog to people again by not allowing everyone to come up to your dog because you can in fact create a lot of problems. Now on the opposite side of that, while you know that that can sound really scary of, oh, I don't want a lot of people to come up to my dog because they'll be reactive or they'll, you know, become aggressive. The opposite end of the spectrum can happen where your dog will be completely out of control. They will be so overstimulated and over aroused by anyone and everyone that they see because everyone has always been allowed to come up and come into their space and they find that very reinforcing. It's a really great, you know, time for them. And so when you go out into public, you'll have a dog that's trying to jump on everyone. They start barking to get to everyone. These, everything is way too overstimulating for them. And you'll have a wildly out of control dog that finds no value in you at all, will not want to listen to any sort of commands, will not want to settle down. Um, and that, can, that in and of itself can be a very huge problem um, that you'll have to deal with. Um, and so you know, at the end of the day, I think it's really important that if you have a dog and you are trying to advocate for them and and you find that it is a struggle, just remember that when you're out in public, it's, it's not really about you. It's about your dog and making sure that they feel safe, that they um, have a voice when they are out in public. They can look to you for leadership and for guidance. Um, and for you to while it may be uncomfortable, while you feel like people may be judging you, while people may actually say very harsh judgmental things, to just remember why it is you are doing what you are doing. For those of you that are listening that maybe haven't thought about it a lot, maybe you have actually thought to yourself, oh gosh, like I have actually done that myself, um, to now you you have information, you know better. And when we know better, we can do better. So just remember when we are out in public that we ask to pet dogs to interact with dogs. We do not make kissy noises. We don't try to call them over. We do not feed them. Um, and we ask that permission first. When we ask that permission and we are met with no, to respect that decision, that that is not our property, that it is not public property, and that there are a multitude of reasons why that person may have said no, and we are not deserving of an explanation. That's not our business. That is not our place. No is a complete sentence, and it's very important to respect that. So Wrapping up this podcast, hopefully that was helpful and educational to you guys. Um, It's something that I am very passionate about when it comes to advocating for our dogs. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. It is at canine, C-A-N-I-N-E 
underscore performance. You can also find us on Facebook, Canon Performance, and you can also find us on YouTube as well, where you can search my name, Natalie Dobkins or Canon Performance. Um, and then obviously here on Spotify and then um, iTunes as well. But thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Um, catch you guys on the next one.